Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. So you remember yesterday we were talking about the latest census data from 2021 showing that from for the first time, since the end of the baby boom, the boomer generation in our country now makes up less than a quarter of the century's population. We're getting older. Uh, the data shows that seniors over the age of 85 are among the fastest growing groups in the entire country. That group in size has more than doubled since 2001, and it's expected to triple by 2046, 85 and above. And the other issue is we simply are not producing as many young people. We're not even coming close to replacing the number of older people leaving the workforce. The young people are not coming along in equal number. It's getting getting to a bit of a situation where it's really going to have an impact on us. So to get some details on that, we're going to chat now with uh, Dr. Jacqueline McMillan, who's a clinical assistant professor of geriatric medicine at the University of Calgary and co-lead of the Calgary site of the Canadian Longitudinal Study on Aging. Doctor, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you joining us today. My pleasure, Shay. Good morning. You know, this this census story that came out yesterday, I think for people who've been paying attention, and most of us have heard this over the years, this trend is not new, right? This has been happening for quite a while. We've seen this coming. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. It's I think the 2016 census began to show us that, but it's been going on for a number of years. And what's really interesting about this is some of the projections and what Statistics Canada is telling us about where we could be in the next 10 or 20 or 30 years and and the way that our demographic is going to undoubtedly change over that time. That's the thing, doctor. It's not like we've reached the peak or this is the bad point. No, this trend is continuing and it's only going to become a wider gap, right? Yeah, exactly. I think when they when they speak to young people too, like part of it is due to um, the replacement of our population where we're having fewer children. So there's fewer in that zero to 15 age range. And when they speak to young people, a lot of people are, are delaying um, having children. And so our replacement of the workforce is, is changing. And that, that impacts all of society when we have fewer people in the workforce and we have um, different demands on society and planning and what we're going to need for health care and, and um, accommodation for a changing demographic. And those seem to be the two main concerns right now from the analysts is our healthcare system, which we know is going to be taxed and is not going to have as much replacement staff, and long-term care, which we know is going to be stressed and, again, is not going to have the replacement staff. Those are the two main areas of concern. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. 
This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. Right? Yeah, it's a real concern. Like, if you think that when you mentioned the number of the people who are over the age of 85 have it being one of the fastest growing age cohorts, and that's the, the people that I interact with all the time and love being involved in their care. And um, a quarter of them live in congregate care, so things like long-term care, nursing homes, seniors' apartments. And we're going to need more of that if we're going to triple that population in the next several decades. We're going to need more of that type of care, and I think we need to hear their input. Like, do they do they want different types of care? Should we should we have be having more long term care, more home care? It sort of begs the question and puts a lot of ownership on all levels of government to to start planning for what's undoubtedly coming. And I think if you're a young person right now, you might be thinking, okay, well, this doesn't necessarily impact me, but but it does. It impacts society, generally speaking, and families, right? If we, if we get to a situation where long-term care is less accessible, maybe less affordable, things like that, the, I don't want to say burden, but the responsibility will fall in many cases, I think, to family members. It will be more in terms of we need to take care of the elders in our family. That will be something that becomes more common in society. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's easy to be in that 15 to 64 age group and think, how does this impact me? How, why, why is this meaningful? And I think the reason it is meaningful is that the 15 to 64 years are the ones who contribute to goods and services, and we're the ones often contributing to production of those things. And then you, say, you think of the dependent age groups, that's the generally 65 and above and generally 15 and below and if you have fewer and fewer people who are contributing to the goods and services, you have to um, think about how that changes um, how we prioritize things for the population as a whole. Um, and so that's where it becomes meaningful to those of us who may fall in that 15 to 64 category. Yeah, yeah it affects us in so many different ways, not the least of which is the way governments are going to have to respond. And ultimately, it's going to require more money. And if they can find the staff, I mean, that's the other issue, but it's going to be a major shape. Uh, shaping force in, in public policy very soon. It already is, and it's only going to become more important, right? Absolutely. And what I think is so interesting about the Statistics Canada report is that there are regional differences, which some were news to me. Like, if you look at the population of Calgary, who is um, 65 and above, it's just 13.5%. And then if you look at Trois-Rivières, Quebec, it's 26%. So there's a lot of regional differences. So it's not going to be that the solution um, will be the same across Canada. There's going to have to be some fine-tuning and regional approaches. Um, and that's why I say all levels of government are going to be need to be part of that discussion. It won't be a one-size-fits-all across Canada. Yeah, it's going to be a really interesting time. Doctor, thank you so much for uh, joining us this morning. I really appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. Take care. You too. That is uh, Dr. Jacqueline McMillan, who is a clinical assistant professor of geriatric medicine at University of Calgary.